Hi guys and welcome to episode 14 of the Outspoken 30s. I am Natalie, your host. And yes, finally, episode 14. It's been a month. It's been a minute. That's been a month. Um, apologies if anyone has been catching up on my podcasts and listening and have listened to all of them. Like, I'm thankful. Like, honestly, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate some are longer than others. Like, for me to ramble on with myself, half an hour, I think, is enough for me to sit in a room on my own and basically talk to myself. There is, you know... It is, it's an acquired skill being able to just talk with no one else in the room. And I feel like it's something I've had since I was a child. I've always been a very chatty child. Like, oh, well, chatty. I've always been a chatty child. I'm clearly an adult now. I've always been a chatty person. I was that person, like, in school that on my reports, like, I feel like I, feel like I should read some of my reports, actually. That would make a very good uh, podcast. I was like, you know, she's lovely, she's kind, she's polite, but she talks a lot. <laughs> that was me. But hey, I would rather be chatty than not say anything. And I do feel like actually now, kids of today, like a lot of them are on the phones all the time. And I think life skills of just genuinely trying to talk to people, like kids need to be taught this. Kids need to be talked to. And I mean, I have my niece and nephew quite a lot. And my friends have all got kids. And I, I actually, I've just started coaching kids, like gymnastics kids. I mean, first of all, these kids are amazing. I, they blow my mind, all of them. And they're just amazing. Like, I love just trying to have a conversation with a kid and see what they, see what's going through their mind and see what, like, see how they think about things and see how they're feeling and what feels like, what is, like, what makes sense to them and what's, like, what the favourite things are. Like, I, I mean, I basically probably still a kid in my head to be fair and I mean what's wrong with that I have to adult obviously you know being an adult you have to pay bills and clean and you know do all the boring adults and things but who doesn't want to hang out with kids and have a good crack I mean it's not for everyone don't get me wrong but I honestly have had the craziest week this last week so it's been the school holidays well, it's been the school holidays for the last two weeks actually and I have been coaching lots of kids doing I, I basically taught one child and posted on Instagram and it's gone wild since and I I I suppose I don't really sit and reflect very often this is not reflecting is not something I do a lot of and I suppose doing a podcast I can sit and reflect I guess I can reflect about like you know how far I've already come um and one of my friends she was like oh my god you should be so proud of yourself and I guess I am I just don't sit and think about how proud I am of myself I'm a just do person like I know people who say they're going to do stuff and then don't do it and I hate it when I say I'm going to do things and then I don't do it. And sometimes that happens because I say I'm going to do a, like, I say I'm going to do a lot of things, but I try and do a lot. So sometimes something might slip and I always feel really bad when that happens. Like I hate letting people down. And I guess I, I kind of got a little bit of like that people pleaser in me, um, which... You know, it's hard to get out of a people pleaser mentality. Um, because let's be honest, you're not gonna always please everyone. Like it's impossible to please everyone. And you know, every, you know, everyone's got their own shit going on. And sometimes you want to try and make someone happy, but it's just like they've got that much shit going on. It's not gonna happen. It's really not gonna happen. So as much as I can try and you know make people happy, and honestly, teaching handstands, I think has probably got like. It's one of the best feelings when you see, like, especially with the kids, like, they come out of being able to hold or do something and the smile on their face is amazing. And it's the same with adults. 
I mean, I love teaching the adults. Who do I like more? Not gonna lie, I think I favour to all the kids. Not because I don't like adults. Um, the difference is I can swear in front of adults and not in front of kids. So, you know, I can take the filter off when I teach adults. Um, but I can also be a big kid, more of a big kid with the kids. And I think the importance of like teaching kids for me, I suppose it's the same with adults. Like I'm making it fun. They're working hard but I'm making it fun. Like, I, I can imagine that there's a lot of strict coaches out there and that's all well and good. Like, if a kid is going to be an Olympian, like, I get it. Like, they have to be strict and there's not as much time for fun. But I know that, for me, like, I know kids respond, like, well when they're having fun rather than, you know, just being strict all the time. Like, what's the point? Like, you're going to get, you know, these kids are going to get to a certain age and they're either going to carry on with gymnastics or they're not. And if I can be part of that journey where they've had a bit of fun, but they've also learned something and they felt good about themselves. Like, I think kids need that reassurance of, you know, telling them that they're amazing. And what, the, I mean, I'm not lying when I tell kids that they're amazing because they actually are. Like, a kid that can straddle lever up, for those of you not in the handstand world, it'll mean nothing to you. But basically, they can lift the feet off the floor just pushing through the shoulders. It's, it blows my mind. It's also made me think, right, I'm going to get back on it and start training. I mean, I've been casually doing press drills. Like, my handstand training has gone a little bit down the pan-ish. Um, I mean, it's, it's. I would say it's, like, with the bodybuilding world or the weightlifting world, and, you know, and people are at maintenance for, like, weights, like the way their weight. I'm at maintenance level for handstands. Like, I've not necessarily got any better at anything in particular. There's some stuff that has slightly improved, but I'm not progressed, like, an insane amount. But... The handstand journey is not a, like, up, 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 up. I can't remember what the word is because my English is not that great. But it's not a constant on the up um, progress. Sometimes it's very, quite literally, up and down. So my aim for March is to get back coaching with um, Paul T, who is in over in Australia. Um, this guy's got six kids, right? And I, was, I asked him today, I was like, how many of your kids are upside down? He's like, 50%. I was like... That's impressive. But the fact that you've got six kids is also impressive. Like, I mean, hats off to anyone who has more than one child. Because I know people who've got two. And it's not easy. It's really not. Like, trying to be, I can imagine, trying to be a mum, trying to, like, run a business, run a household, you know, be a wife or, you know, a partner. It's not easy. But a lot, like, a lot of people, honestly, like, I love Instagram for being able to connect to people. And I think I've said this numerous times but it's so hard to not compare yourself and what scares me a little bit with the kids and teaching the kids is that there's obviously quite a good community between quite a few of them but a lot of them might compare themselves and like when I was their age I had a magazine like there wasn't other kids doing skills that that I couldn't do or that I wasn't that good at and like I, I can't it just it scares me a little bit how that can affect their mental health um because you know, it's quite easy as a kid to think that you're not that good at something and to really instill confidence into something. Like, when a kid's been, like, told that they're not that good, I think it can really, like, it can can massively affect them. And if I can help a kid get over that sort of thing and help them, you know, feel better about themselves, then I'm onto a winner. And it's the same with the adults as well. Like, especially, like, with some of the adults that I work with, they have started from not being able to do something or they've got a massive fear and then all of a sudden, you know, the, that fear is, is slowly 
slowly going away and if like how good they feel about themselves like it's a slow process with handstands but how good they can feel about themselves it's just like for me I know my own journey which I've obviously talked about quite a lot um when I first started handstands well I started headstands and a lot of people ask me this like and I've I feel like I've touched upon it but we'll go there again because I told you this is a ramble podcast today um I started with headstands because I seen some random dude doing it in the gym and I was like I want to do that headstands were solid I actually don't like doing headstands anymore because it just hurts my head um but I wasn't like you know I, I dipped in putting it on social media and then I saw handstands so I started handstands and at first I was just doing it at home and then I started to do it in the gym and even when I was like not that great I was just doing it because I was the only one not doing I was the only one in my gym doing it but I do remember and I've said this to some of my students I was like I remember the time when I saw other people doing handstands in the gym and it's I suppose it's a similar thing to weightlifting that I don't know if inferior is the right word, but you almost feel a bit like, oh, I can't do handstand now because they're doing handstand and they're better than me. And like you get in your own head so much, it's crazy. And now, like, I have got to that stage where even on a shit day when my handstands are not great, they're still better than they used to be. And if I can, you know, display that I'm trying, and even when it's not that great, I'm still trying, if that can inspire someone else to do it, then that's all I'm bothered about. Like, I'm not... I'm not really bothered what anyone else is doing. If I can help other people, great. But as a beginner, it's terrifying. Like you think, well, no, I can't do them because someone else is doing them and I'm not as good as them. And yeah, it's very hard to not get in your own head. And even now, like as a coach, I end up coaching people more than I do my own handstand at the moment. But to think, oh, but I still can't press the handstand. But someone else could, someone else could press the handstand. But, so they, may, they, they might make a better coach than me. And it is a constant journey. Like for me, it's not fitness isn't something I've done all my life. Like I did netball because I was tall. Like seriously, that was the only kind of fitness I did. I used to hate running in cross country. Oh my days, I was not built for running. Um, I mean, I could probably get into running if I wanted to, but I just don't enjoy cardio. Anyway, um, yeah, I wasn't a fit child. So like taking something on as an adult is, you know, it's... <sighs> It's quite daunting, and I, that's, I guess that's why so many people are scared of going to the gym. But I suppose the, the overall thing I was trying to say is that when you get past a certain level and you stop caring what people think of like your handstand or what you know, the point is I'm trying, and that's what matters. And I really do feel like it's it's still like there is a lot more people doing handstands, especially in my gym, but it's still quite a new like. I don't know, I can't think of the word, but there's not loads of people doing it. It's not like a massive community in Manchester, I know that much. And there is like, there's the in-town people that are probably a bit more clicky. I'm I don't, I'm not a fan of clicks. Like, I, if you come to my class, you're getting involved. And, you know, I'm always going to make an effort to speak to the people that are brand new. Um, because I feel like they're the ones that, you know, want to be part of, you know, whatever I've, like, I'm not really community community but part of the class and I don't want anyone to feel like oh I'm just concentrating on the people who've been before because they can do I always focus on the people that can't because they're the ones that need the most help um and at this coaching still I would say I'm still new to it there's still so many mistakes to be made there's so many things to learn and that is the beauty of it like it's a constant path of progress and like improving me as a person <laughs> excuse me um, I am seriously on a ramble today. 
I actually, um, the reason I, I think I am talking, I should probably start talking a little bit slower. Um, I today went to Kingpins at Toldy, so on conversation, by the way. Kingpins in the Trafford Centre. Well, it's Barton Arcade. Took my niece and nephew. Um, and that was, you know, I thought it was going to be fun. And it was, but two kids, and this is an example of where kids compare each other. Two kids that can, like, basically be like oh well, she's better than me i'm better than her. and i'm like we don't do competition especially not between family like the point is we've both took part took them into the arcade and that was just like oh my days game over they wanted all the sweets and honestly those grab machines drive me up the wall like it literally grabbed these teddies and just as it hits the top it comes out i'm like what is the point what is the point? The only good grabber machine was the sweets one because you basically did it until you won, which I think is quite good, actually. But it wasn't money. It was money, okay, but it was on a card. So you had credits on a card for £10. And you kind of like lose track of where you're at. I'm like, I didn't know what was going on at first, to be honest. I was trying to figure it out. I mean, I like the card thing, but I give them both a card each and then it kind of got a little bit messy. So it's not recommended, but basically... It's quite exhausting. I do have a slight hangover today because I went out and drank last night. So maybe don't plan going out and looking after kids the next day. Hence why I do not know how parents do this. I don't drink very often, but the last few weekends, oh, I've had a few scoops. Um, I had a coffee from, what was it called? Oh, gosh. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, she had a toffee nut latte. So I had a to- well, toffee nut syrup. So I had a toffee nut latte, which I think is why... I wouldn't say that I'm hyper, but it's why I have a lot of energy right now because I drank the coffee and in my head I was like, I'll have the coffee, I'll go home and I'll get loads of stuff done. And typical me was like, you know what? I'm not got a plan. I've got all this time to myself. Like it's six o'clock right now. I've got all night. I am going to do a podcast. So that is what I'm doing. My brain is very million miles an hour. Um, And I remember one time actually it was it's not funny. I was really on it with posting on Instagram. And like, I am still on it, but sometimes I'm just, I can't be bothered. I find like, more recently, as I was thinking this morning, I was like, and this is where even I do the comparison. I'm like, there's people out there posting well more impressive shit than what I can do. There it's like, why, why am I even bothering? Like, this is what was going through my head today. And then I also have to go, you know, like, two sides of my brain. <laughs> I really need to read that book about the chimp thing. Um, not yet done that. And I was thinking, but still, like where I'm at now, I suppose to a beginner or complete beginner, it's still, it's not about impressive, but it's still inspiring to make you think that actually, you know, anyone can do the handstands. If, as long as you've got all your limbs and you've got no illnesses, you can do a handstand. Um, and I've had an impingement as well. So anyone can do a handstand if they want to. The work has to be put in. But, it's really, it's so hard to not, and I think especially when having a drink and the next day you kind of have that little bit of, not anxiety, but anxiety, just not feeling great. And I don't really need to drink to have a good time, but I was supposed to do a workshop today in Penrith and I cancelled it purely because there wasn't enough people booked on. And again, I do not like cancelling, feel like I'm letting people down, the worst feeling, but I have to make these decisions because if I don't, I'll end up working myself into the ground and it's not worth it. So we digress. 
I got literally my brain is like this is what happens when I don't do a podcast for a month definitely need to stick to doing these on the weekly basis so I don't ramble so much um and thank you for listening for all of 16 minutes so far I do these if anyone is wondering I do these podcasts on my road mic um and on my voice memos and then I use like an editing software called podcastle um and it basically makes the sound even better. So I've no like crazy setup. I'm just, hence why I don't film myself. No one needs to see me. You can just like listen to me ramble on. Help you help yourself go to sleep. Whatever works for you. Whether you're just listening as you're walking, going for a, a ride, a walk. I don't know. Um, I was listening to the Catherine Ryan uh podcast, and I think there's quite a mixed bag of people. Like some people love her, some people hate her. I kind of like her. Like her, her like her. I guess her outspokenness, it's just, she's kind of goes to another level, which I kind of like. I'm not brave enough to go to that level of saying how it is too much yet. I think with this sort of thing, like, especially if she's got a lot of followers, like, you can give too much information away. And I suppose it's, it's not giving too much away that you feel exposed to a degree. Um, Because I've, always been quite uh, to a degree I'm a private person like especially when it comes to like relationships or dating or you know whatever and I mean I still am like dating for me I've just not got the energy but just I mean I've done it I've been on dates um and yeah it's not funny it's really not but there is a common theme with the men that I choose and it's a little bit of a joke but it's not funny to a degree but there's some reason I tend to attract people with one dead parent or both dead parents and that's not funny it's really not that's not the funny part the funny part is that it's why do I attract these people like and I was having a discussion with my friends from the gym and there's like a checklist of like car crashness of like <laughs> what I attract <laughs> and they're like oh have they got both the parents alive are they not taking drugs have they been to prison like all these different things and that is only a bit of an insight I'm not going to go into more of my dating life but it's quite funny and yeah I am the butt of many jokes that I was last night I went out with my gym people and I have this tendency I mean, I do accents all the time. Oh. Um, sometimes I just can't control it. It just happens. Um, I have a tendency when I'm drunk to go Irish, um, Russian, German accents. I just I love an accent. I just find them. And I'm terrible at them, but it's funny because, you know, I like being the daft one. And I think last night was the first time that the gym crew seen me drink. Um, I've known, like, two of them for, like, two years. The rest of them have, like left like cl- up close up close is that the word like closely i've not known for as long um so yeah they were like we like drunk now we just don't like drunk irish now because <laughs> they don't like my irish accent but i continue to do it um i'm even more daft when having a drink uh, i go i would say oh, hyper and then i calm down a little bit and this is when like i have to know when to stop because if i drink too much i start then um mentally in my head giving myself a little bit of shit and I don't even discuss this with people I didn't discuss it with anyone last night but I just start doubting myself and last night I went out with how many couples 
than maybe four or five couples and I was the single one and I'm used to it I've been like this for most of my life but I actually made the joke because like I'm not about being a we all about being an I so whatever obviously it's all a joke um I'd love to have someone that you know was on the same wavelength as me and you know we can do life together I don't need someone just want someone but it'll happen if it's going to happen I'm not going to stress about these things because life is too short I'm not going to get myself down all the time about being single because to be honest like my life is good I, I can travel where I want to travel I can do what I want to do I can see my friends I can see my family I can have a good time like there's a lot of people out there I can imagine who are single and if you are and you're listening like it's not all that bad you have to make you happy in order to even be happy in a relationship and there's a lot of people out there who aren't happy in their relationship and are just in it for the sake of it because they don't know how to be on their own and if there's one thing that being single for six years has taught me and that is how to be happy on my own um i'm lucky i've got a great friendship group um they're always there if i need them um and yeah like i say my track record of men is not great and you know i'm hoping I forever watch rom-coms, the cheesy shit on Netflix, in the hope that my life will one day be a rom-com. It's not going to happen, but still, you name it, on Netflix, I have watched it. How, No matter how car crash it is, love. I can love a good thriller, but I love a bit of cheese. I love a bit of cheese. I love a happy ending. And most of the time, I watch these films because the guys in it are fit. And I'm like, yeah, you're fit. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> What the re- recently I've been watching, what I've watched, I've just finished Insatiable. And I honestly do not know how to describe that series. It's a bit of a clusterfuck, is all I'm going to say. It's about a beauty pageant woman, and she used to be, I mean, clearly this woman was never fat, it's all prosthetics, but she used to be overweight. And she, like, this is, I suppose it's quite relatable not for me but to a lot of people it, it, it could be quite relatable that um she was really overweight and she was sat outside a store liquor store and I don't even think she was she weren't drinking she was just eating chocolate and some homeless guy I think there was, she was trying to like rob the chocolate or something and he she wouldn't give it him and then she punched him but then he punched her that hard that she ended up having her like jaw close together it's a bit it's honestly it's ridiculous but it's a guilty pleasure to watch um anyway she ended up because she couldn't eat part anything from liquids she lost all the weight she was beautiful she looked amazing but she still had body image issues and like the stuff that she ends up doing because like to be she thinks that if she ends up doing this beauty pageant there's like loads of stuff before that but she ends up doing this beauty pageant she's going to be beautiful she's going to feel good about herself but that's not actually the case there's a lot more to it and it's more it's like there's more to it than just being and looking a certain way it's about your personality inside and I guess that's why I kind of liked it there was some stuff of it I was like seriously this woman has killed this many people and got away with it and it's ridiculous but I watched it to the end definitely think there's going to be another series but if you want some car crash to watch that is your one I actually not long ago was it before Christmas actually finished Gilmore Girls and how I've got to the age of 33 and never watched Gilmore Girls is beyond me but that was a binge worthy series like that is I am obs- I, well I'm not now but I had my moment where 
I was obsessed with Luke. And I don't even know why. Do you know what I think it is? I am a sucker for a baseball bat. Baseball bat? Baseball cap on backwards. Something about it. Absolutely, I am there for it. It's not even that cool, but to me it is. Like, I mean, there's got to be hair underneath. All about the hair. But baseball cap on backwards. Just, yeah. Just does it for me. And I just loved Luke. Just got, I got obsessed with Luke and watching it right till the end i'm not going to give anything away so if you've never seen gilmore girls and you want a binge worthy series my friend recommended to me loads of times i eventually watched it a new one that i need to watch is dairy girls i've not seen that so i'm, I'm this might be might be tonight's you know might watch that slash um do some work and catch up and i also watched reacher oh my god what is his name i've instantly forgot Oh my God, Reacher is the guy in it. Oh, I need a Reacher in my life. So yeah, imagine if Reacher, I'm just going to, Alan Richson, oh my days. The man is beautiful. So um, yeah, if I come across him, I'm not really starstruck kind of person, but I may faint. It's not going to happen, but still, we can think about it. Maybe I just need to come, go to America. I'm a sucker for an accent and... I like a certain level of American accent. Not the really, like, over-the-top, but, like, low-key American accent. It's just cool. Um, but anyway, enough about my likes of men and dating life. Honestly, I could ramble on for days. Um, I actually, the other day, I seen a really funny meme. And it reminded me, I think I saved it. Did I save it or did I like it? And it was about, like, it was, excuse me, it was, um, I'm just trying to look now because I've, I'm recording on one phone, your activity, like, what was it? It was so relatable. It was, um, oh, sorry, I hope you don't hear that. Um, it was a woman and <laughs> she's on a computer but she's got her head down and like typing like she's had enough and it was pov you're trying to run a business create content eat healthy have a social life go to pilates drink water do the laundry post every day respond to all your texts and do it all again tomorrow and she's clearly like exhausted and i honestly have never seen anything more relatable in my life trying to do all that and not lose the plot is very hard but at the same time I thrive off being busy. Like on on Friday, I had seven kids in. And I, by, I'm not going to lie, by the end of the day, I was absolutely goosed. I couldn't train. I was tired. And it got to about half nine. I fell asleep at half nine on a Friday night. That is how wild my life is. Um, but I also thoroughly enjoyed teaching all the kids. Like they were all great and they all did amazing. But it is hard to do it all. And like when I forget to do something, I'm like, damn it, I should have done that. Oh no, I should have done that. But I remember I have to remember that I am a single person trying to run two businesses and have a life and you know, it's difficult. It's not like it's not easy. And I think on Instagram people make it look like it's so easy and that you can live this amazing life. But for me, when people show off too much on Instagram about how amazing the life is, it makes me think that is it really that amazing? Because you know, are you just showing off or is it 
I think, oh, it's a catch-22. Like, everyone wants to see what everyone's doing, right? Everyone wants to know what everyone else is up to because if they're doing something that's cool as fuck and you want to do it, you want to know where they are, where they're going, what they're doing. Like, you want to be able to do it yourself, right? But at the same time, if they're posting whilst they're doing it, are they really having a good time? I, it's a very catch-22 situation. I used to be a very, like, I'll go out on a night out and then I'll post after. Oh, no, I used to post at the time. Back in the Snapchat Snapchat days, not a Snapchat person anymore because it's just full of OnlyFans people, apparently. But I'd be posting whilst I'm out because I'd then walk back, watch it back the next day. I'd be drunk and I'd be doing daft stuff and basically taking the mick out of my friends. But like then I got to like a stage where I'd seen what my friend was doing. She'd just post after. And then I was like, do you know what? I actually, like... If I'm if I'm on my own, it's different. Like before a night out, maybe I'll post a picture. This is what I'm wearing. Right, just out. But then, when I'm on the night out, I really you should be in the moment. You should be enjoying it. Do you need to post while you're out? It's a very controversial opinion, isn't it? And I'm saying this like I'm talking to someone else whilst I'm doing it, but I'm not. Um, and I suppose I'm still in between the two. Sometimes I'm like posting whilst I'm doing it. It's like workshops. I'll always post after. I never post during really. Unless I teach him with someone and I can I can post and show at the time. But for me it's more like living in the moment. Um, and not like, oh, I've got to show everyone what I'm doing right If I'm with people. If I'm on my own, it's a bit different, I guess. But I suppose it's still like if I was on my own doing something. And I'm just constantly posting on social media. This is me in my own head right now. Am I really enjoying it? Or am I just pretending I'm enjoying it because I want everyone else to think that I'm enjoying it? This is how fucked up the whole social media world is. So there's such a swings and roundabouts to it. Some things I love, some things I hate. Um, I wouldn't have a business without it. Not Not necessarily a design business. I would have a design business without social media all day. But... I wouldn't have a handstand business without social media. And my following is growing. I think that's also another thing. Like when you see someone's account just blow up and go crazy because they can do all this crazy stuff and they post regularly and they're on the ball. Like it makes me think, oh, I just want to be that, like on the ball. But I've just got so many things to do. So I have to not be so hard on myself. Um, The other week, actually, me and Helen, who's a yoga teacher, we went over to, we drove down, well, I drove to Lincolnshire um and this is where i'm kind of scared because i'm hoping that this is going to sell out because we've got eight people seven people booked on we're doing a retreat and i've wanted to do a handstand retreat for ages but i've always been a bit like oh i don't want to do it on my own um so me and helen are doing it together helen teaches yoga she's awesome we're on the same level um and we found this place called the Vedanta in Lincolnshire and it's beautiful like the carpets in that place oh so thick like you know a good thick pile carpet that you can walk on and it just feels so soft on your feet you walk around with no shoes on in this in this like big manor house basically it used to be owned by a trust but I don't think it it's not any oh no it, it it's not like a national trust it's it's owned by a trust um but it used to be owned by a hotel chain before that um and I'm super, honestly, the place is amazing. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm super excited, but I'm also super nervous because, again, the people pleaser in me wants to make sure it's perfect, wants to make sure it's right, wants to make sure it sells out. And, you know, it's a big, it's a big, like, leap of faith to take to plan something and hope that it sells out. Um, and it's scary. But I was buzzing. I had 
two people, not really advertised that much, got two people from Austria who are coming over, which blows my absolute mind, by the way. Um, they're coming over and spending the weekend with us. It's like a Thursday to Sunday. Um, and then we've got people, we've got a few different people from all over, a few people that we know. Um, and I am super excited, but also say super nervous that um, it runs us all out, but I'm sure it will. Um, that's where the positive me, it's like, yes, it will. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. I'm glad I'm doing it with Helen um, because otherwise I might be a little bit more stressed. I mean, with workshops, I generally do sell out with workshops or nearly sell out, so I can't really complain. Um, and for me, because I've been teaching these for so long and not really taking, like, I'm not getting paid per workshop as such out of my business. I am just building up funds in the business to eventually start taking a wage. So it's con it's like I'm working for free, but for me, teaching handstands is not a job. It's, it is, but it doesn't feel like one. Like, for me, like, the teaching side is, it's like my social life. And I know it takes a lot out of me and I have to, like, give myself a little bit of a break, but I love it. I absolutely love it and I know I always go on about how much I love these things but how much I love handstand should I say but I honestly I really do so yeah that was my little bit of a like if anyone is interested in coming to do a handstand and yoga retreat in Lincolnshire check out the handstandmovement.co.uk or just DM me ask on the on Instagram the outspoken 30s or handstand movement handstand mvmt um and I'll give you some more information it's going to be awesome it's going to be fun uh we've made a a plan to a degree but you know things can always change but we're basically gonna have a weekend of getting upside down and hopefully fingers crossed the weather will be nice i do have another retreat that i've not put live yet that's going to be in september with uh amy and she's over that's going to be northumberland just like newcastle way and that place oh my gosh also looks amazing so i'm super excited and grateful for all the opportunities this year i myself need to book a holiday Every time I go and look, I cannot decide where I want to go. Like, I want to go on my own. And uh, I guess it's a weird thing. Like, I love traveling on my own and hate it all at the same time. Because I have my moments. I'm, like, I would I would say to a degree I'm fairly clever. But I have my blonde moments. Like, many years ago, I went on holiday with one of my friends. And we sat... I'm one of those people that wait for everyone to get on the plane. And then I'll get on the plane. We sat at the wrong not terminal, wrong gate, that was it. Right up until, there was two flights, right, this is unlucky, there was two flights going to Grand Canaria. Um, if you just heard my stomach rumble, I am absolutely starving. Two flights going to Grand Canaria at the same time, right? And we were sat at the wrong gate. Oh my God. We had to run across, of like, like a run across the airport to get in this other gate. We didn't realise until we went up and they were like, yeah, you're not on this flight. I was like, oh my God. Um, and yeah, I am always a bit cautious that I'm going to do that. I am also cautious that I am tall. I am blonde. I do not blend in anywhere. And I know people, no one really blends in as such, but I stand out like a sore thumb. So I'm always cautious that I'm going to get a weirdo trying to talk to me or something bad's going to happen. I've seen too many takens, basically. This originally put me off going traveling on my own. So I like to know, I like to go somewhere and know it's going to be okay. But then... As in, like, I've been before, but then I'm like, I don't want to go to the same place. So it's a very catch-22 situation. I want to go somewhere new, but I don't. Because I like going somewhere that I already know. So, oh my God, my belly is... I am actually starving. I've not had any dinner. Um, I've got a pasta bake to eat, actually. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, oh, I need to book a holiday. I've, like, I have planned time off. 
this is my life i have to plan time off because of my classes in july so i'm planning to go away for my birthday but not decided where yet um and yeah it's, it's easier to make a plan when i know someone else is involved but it's one of them isn't it i just need to find something and book it i'd like to just go away next week i'm not a, like the only thing that i plan in advance are my workshops and that even to a degree stresses me out that i have to plan that far in advance but if i didn't you know it wouldn't work um but yeah i think i've been rambling for far too long oh i'm on 36 minutes so i'll have to finish shoot i just i need a holiday basically because i've worked my absolute butt off recently um and you know the rewards i do have a spa day planned which i'm super excited for for my mum's birthday we're going to Shrigley hall um and yeah we're gonna get a treatment with four hours spa access afternoon oh it's gonna be bliss i love a spa day like it's my favorite like my favorite thing to do as you can tell i'm quite tired i feel like the coffee might be wearing off because i've been talking so much um i rambled and rambled and whether you enjoy this is a different story but i'm gonna go because i feel like i've recorded something today i'm i'm happy i've done this i'm hoping someone will listen if you don't don't even worry about it i do want to get guests on i do need to get more organized but for now thank you for listening um and apologies it's such a ramble but i hope you enjoy